Welcome to Blonde Moments Podcast. I'm your girl Gina Vogie. And this is Melinda Collins. You just never know how you're going to start it out. It was like opera. Hello, Blonde Moments. Isn't it interesting that people can open up their mouth and opera singing comes out? It's insane to me. It is insane. I don't think I could do it. That was my best shot. <laughs> it was really bad. Yeah, my ears are over here just bleeding. Well, the face you made reminds me, while you're singing your opera music, of the Ahago. I feel like we're never going to forget this, the well, Ahago. Chico sent us some very disturbing information about this and i felt like it was extremely important for us to talk about oh, no because this is not something that we knew about um and also something that we would never be promoting now that we know what it's about so he wrote yikes and the article says a hey gal the popular facial expression where you stick out your tongue and cross your eyes originates from Japanese erotica written by a man who fantasized about assaulting children. Oh, no. It plays off and reinforces the stereotypes that Japanese women are submissive, easily overpowered, manipulated, and that they want, deserve abusive treatment. A hegao is fetishism. It dehumanizes Japanese children and women while also sexualizing them in a Stockholm Syndrome setting and was originally only seen in CNC hentai until recently. Ugh. Yuck. Unless you're an Asian woman reclaiming your autonomy by using a hagao, you're contributing to their fetishization and exploitation don't profit off their oppression. Then, the earliest known record I could find on a hagao was in the 1980s by an artist named Suhiro Mauru. Probably not saying that right. He's a Iro guru. Probably not saying that right either. Artist. He wrote a comment called Shoju Subaki, which depicts gruesome acts of physical and sexual violence against a 12-year-old girl. Oh, no. So, uh... Well, there's the official end of Ahago. Yes. So, sorry that we... That is disturbing. We're laughing about it. I guess we didn't fully under... You know, no. I just thought it was, like, just a weird kinky fetish. Me too. I had no idea the origins were sick and fucking twisted. Mm-hmm. And... Yucky. Um, yeah. So that'll probably be the end of us wanting yep, to talk about that's that. That's it. <laughs> so now we're all educated on this. There's the end of that. I'm done. We're done. We're done with that. Ugh, yeah, we've talked about this before. There is a zero talents tolerance policy for anything to do with child pornography that's so disgusting like yep. there is something seriously wrong with you if you look at an innocent child Ugh. and anything like that comes to your mind so yuck exactly well chico also sent us a picture <laughs> remember how we talked about the bee sting fetish mm-hmm. yes on your private part because we're saying like it would get swollen so then it would be more sensitive there's some photos here that chico sent us oh. that he found okay so that is uncircumcised or I is it just so swollen so. i don't know but like look at this one where it's like in a cup or something <gasps> just the head of the dick oh my god and there's a bee or a wasp or whatever the fuck it is. Like, If you're a man right now, are you like clenching your butthole, like thinking about your tip of your penis ugh. being stung? It's disgusting. I and I don't even know what this is. What's that? There's like a whole bunch of bees on it. It's it's fleshy, but I don't know what I, From here, it looks like a baby foot. And uh, I have no clue. I think it's a really small dick. <laughs> course that's where you go with it i that's what it looks like (laughs) i say baby foot you say small dick (laughs) and someone put why would you even do this what the fuck yeah (sighs) man this is something i would never ever ever be interested in but that's what i was saying like when we first talked about it was like the woman who wrote us in and said it like when she had the yeast infection it made it like super swollen super sensitive to everything and then anytime i had gotten a bee bite. Yep. Uh, when I was younger, um, it itches. Yeah. So maybe like it just feels extra good. Ugh. Now I'm not going out there and trying that. 
this? No, I'm so glad none of these photos had a clitoris in it. <laughs> clitoris. I don't want to see that either. So Chico, no. you don't have to send that in to us. We're, we're good on that. No, no, Chico. I wanted to see it. <laughs> send them directly to Gina then. <laughs> send them directly to my DMs. It's fine. I'll take them. Then I found an update on a murder that you had covered. Oh, boy. So I'm bringing it back down again. Do you remember Bobby Joe Stinnett? Yes. Okay, so she was the one who got murdered. They had cut the baby out of her tummy. Yes. Okay, so um, Lisa Montgomery was the one who had killed Bobby Joe Stinnett. She is the only woman on death row um, currently who she is actually now facing her execution. Oh, wow. In 2007, a jury found Lisa Montgomery guilty of kidnapping resulting in death. If you don't remember this episode where we talk, where Gina covers this, it's in China's vagina. Do you oh, know? man. Yeah. Who could forget China's vagina? Way back. <laughs> actually, we're talking about huge clitorises. So this is just a full circle here. I wonder how many people Googled China's vagina after we talked about that. I know I did. I still have that picture saved. Yeah, it's my wallpaper on my... <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so Lisa's lawyers have since argued that she is mentally unwell, that she had experienced brain damage from being beaten as a child, and they're trying to not have her face the death penalty. People were appealing to uh, President Trump to grant her mercy. To... Oh, wow. I think a lot of it is it's just people don't want the death penalty. Yeah. I mean, I understand people don't want the death penalty, but at the same time, Look man, at the severity of what this woman did. I mean, she cut... Cut someone's child She was out. eight yeah. months pregnant. Yeah, that's and pretty severe. And she cut severe. This, bo- this baby out of Bobby Joe's tummy Yeah, and left her to die. Like, I, I mean, this is... Even if it is mental health, this, I don't know. If- what she did was inhumane. Yes. And there's, she won't even die like that, right? Like, no, it's lethal injection is, right. is what would happen for her. I mean, there's a million ways you can look at this, but in my opinion, I, I don't, I don't know. This is a tough one. I always try to stay pretty neutral, but mm, if you're cutting someone's baby out of them and leaving them to die, that's fucking brutal. Yeah. So I don't really have any, I don't feel pity for her. I don't. So as of right now, her death was scheduled for January 12th. Wow. So as you're listening to this, it will supposedly happen tomorrow unless she is granted um, wow. either reschedule date or We'll mercy. have to keep an eye on it and see what happens. Yeah. Kind of crazy shit. But I just wanted to touch base on that. Well, I have an update, too, on my weird neighbor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so... Over the holidays, my husband was outside um, helping his sister put a, I can never say it right. I call it a tunnel cover. Tun hole. It's, it's a fucking thing that goes on the back of a pickup truck. A, a tun hole cover. I have no clue. I have never heard this before. Tunnel, tun hole. I fucking don't know how to say it. But anyway. Pickup truck was, cover. <laughs> it's called like tunnel. Tunnel. <laughs> you know what I want to tell you too? I have noticed there's certain words that you say that are very, I don't even know what the accent is, but I say like sting. You say sting. 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 Yeah. See? <laughs> there's like My st- husband always makes fun of the way I say tinfoil. I, I don't know. What I, I don't hear anything when you said that. Tinfoil. Tinfoil. Yeah. But sting. Because you were always giving me shit about the bee sting. You know. But I like it, but I don't know like what. It's a mix of Florida in Wisconsin, that's what it and is. And Michigan. And Michigan. What was it? Barry and Springs? Mm-hmm. hmm Hometown. <laughs> <laughs> it's from all that gene sniffing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In Velveeta cheese eating. Yep. Dinty Moore. Dinty man. Moore. <laughs> well, anyways, my husband's outside in the cold weather, you know doing this or whatever my our neighbor just walks through not even our driveway our grass <laughs> over to my husband with a giant thing in his hand in a paper towel there's two of them wasn't it technically <laughs> so he's like trying to hand it to my husband it's just in a paper towel and he's like you like spicy things and my husband's like what <laughs> he's like here here he hands it to him it's like sausage 
Like huge, long it's pieces. Huge, long pieces of sausage. Just hands it to him in a paper towel. Like normally when your neighbor hands you something, whether they've made cookies for Christmas or mm-hmm. made sausage and cheese, something, mm-hmm. it's like in a tin. Yep. <laughs> yep. Not just a napkin holding it. Yeah. Or wrapped up in something. And so my husband's like, oh, oh okay. He's like, what is it? Venison? You know, he's like, and the guy was like, I don't know. Ew. <laughs> no. He's like, I think pork and cow. How and do like, you, you don't even know what you, this you is. You will have to post the picture of this on our Instagram. Oh, my God. Uh, to show it because, it's yes. true. You can't convince me this isn't human meat. That is human. That is like straight from someone's leg. <laughs> that is terrifying. And one of our listeners, Nina, had sent in, she's like, look him up, like on the, you know, CCAP. Pred- or I don't know his full name, but oh. like you can look up to see if you have like a sexual predator. And in your who area. knows if it's even the real name. Right. So he's I probably didn't... looking through his blinds with his binoculars <laughs> waiting for you guys to eat it. I did not see, we looked up any sexual predators in the area and nothing came up. So thank God for that. But like, what the fuck? Yeah. I just don't understand. How do you you bring somebody a piece of meat and not even know what the piece of meat is made of? Yeah. So did somebody gift this to you? Did you find it in your backyard? Right. Like, I am so confused. And listen. So what did it taste like? (laughs) I fucking went straight in the garbage. The picture I sent you, it was on top of our garbage can because it was getting ready to go in the garbage. (laughs) I like you'd even feed it to your dog. You're like, nope, this is going in the garbage. Oh, Dexter came in the garage when I was taking the picture to send you and he was like. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And I was like, Dexter, no. Maybe he recognized the smell of that. (laughs) I'm like, even you can't eat this, Dexter. Oh, God. I just don't understand. Give somebody a piece of meat and you don't even know what What it is. Yes, that is weird. And just in a paper towel. And can't you walk it through our driveway, not our grass? Like, yeah, I mean, you have a long driveway that leads to your house. It's not like it's way out of the way. Right. And they were in the driveway. Like, I don't understand. I mean, listen, maybe he viewed it as a nice gesture. Like, I, I can understand oh, that. Oh, they're outside. But... I know. I'll give them some of this random meat I have. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. It's going well still um, with the new neighbor. Now we're basically, like, looking through the blinds. We're like, is he out there? We're like, go. <laughs> is he home? If he's home, if we we're not to... going outside. Yeah. If we have to, like, leave or go somewhere, it's like. Fuck. Your story actually reminds me of a story that I found recently. There was a whole shit ton of human tongues found in a Florida crawl space. Oh my gosh. Where at in Florida? Dang it. (laughs) Damn you, Florida. It's like, I love Florida. You know, I do. A big piece of my heart will always be in Florida. But damn you, Florida. Why do you always have all these crazy ass stories? Oh, I do have it. Gainesville. Okay, so the panhandle. A routine home inspection rapidly transformed into a criminal investigation. A contractor discovered gallons, gallon-sized oh jars of human remains in the crawl space of a house he was working on. So police obviously came in the jars, which they look almost like those huge, oh no, um, like milk crates. You have pictures of it. Well, yeah, but it's just the crates. Oh, okay. There were no pictures of what's inside of it. Thank gosh. But the jars were labeled with names like Angela, Heather, and once they opened it, they were preserved human tongues. Ugh. Yucky. Uh huh. Was there? Was there other body parts in there or just tongues? It looks, as far as I can tell from this article, it was just tongues. This is so disturbing to me. So the woman who owned the house, it was owned by her and her ex-husband. And she took over the house and she wanted to renovate the house, had no idea these things were there. So were they the ex-husbands? They were the (sighs) ex-husbands. But this has like good news to it, but it's still freaking creepy. He was uh, an oral pathologist. So, So, you know, looking for like carcinoma of the tongue, all that sort of shit. But why are you keeping them in your house? Yeah. Like I could see if they're at your laboratory – you know this guy's into some other right. freaky deaky shit. He's like taking those tongues, putting some peanut butter slather in that <laughs> shit up. He's like, oh, Angela, oh. Angela. Can you imagine? Oh. I could. And you've been living in this house with these 
And when he moved out, why didn't he take the tongues with him? (laughs) Too many fond memories. (laughs) Like, when you're packing all your things up and you're leaving, don't act like you didn't forget about the gallon of tongues. No, there was gallons. That's disgusting. There was, in this picture, there's at least five. That's disgusting. Like, you know, you know about that shit. You know about that shit. Don't act like you forgot it. Mm-hmm. Take that shit with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it says that after the, vor- the divorce, he had simply forgotten about them. Oh, bullshit. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. don't, you don't just forget about something like that. <laughs> no. It's not no. like it's like your collection of baseball cards. Right. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, I forgot. Well, you know me. I love weird shit like that. Like, that would be, like, my dream. It's like you buy, like, an older house and you're renovating it and then you find some crazy shit. That would not be my dream. My dream would be to find, like, a bunch of money. Okay, money's good, too. A bunch of tongues? It'd be pretty fucking cool. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You want Buffalo Bill's house, so... Well, that was from the movie. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that well is in the basement. That would be really cool. I doubt it. <laughs> well, if you haven't guessed it yet, today is actually our mixed bag and nuts, which is where we just talk about all kinds of random shit. Which is just almost every episode. I mean, it really is. Except for the last half of our true crime episodes. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. We still cover everything. But we're sick and we love true crime, so we have to have these episodes where we can talk about it. Yes. Because I love to watch true crime, so. Well, I came across a really fun article, and it's probably totally fake, but I don't fucking care. I want to believe that this is real. We're going to believe. We're, we're going to believe, believe with it's you. real. This Hawaiian mushroom makes women orgasm just by smelling it. Oh. <gasps> <laughs> Scientists have discovered an orange mushroom in recent Hawaiian lava flows that can induce instantaneous orgasms in women just from the odor it gives off. That's right, fellas. You can get your girl to bust nuts all over the place (laughs) just by having her sniff this thing. We can bust nuts. (laughs) This orgasm triggered by fungus or fungasm (laughs) is due in part from hormones in the mushroom that are close in similarity to the same ones picked up by our own neurotransmitters. Basically, the smell of this room makes the female body think it's having sex. Imagine walking into a sorority house with your pocket filled with these mushrooms. I oh. mean, I just looked at Paul and I came. <laughs> How cool would that be? They said they did a you study. You know what, men? You don't want you don't want this power, first <laughs> of all, because you're never gonna get your dick wet then, right? No, I'd be like, I'm good. I just smelled some mushrooms. I'm fine. I'm totally fine. Now, we need to find this for men. We need to find the male equivalent, and then it would, the rape would be so low. Right. They just, you just, here, take some mushrooms. Yeah. Go on your way. Just sniff these, sir. Well, they said they did You know what? You're you're about to get raped. Like, some guy's, like, attacking you. Pull these mushrooms out. You pull them out, and he jizzes, and then he falls asleep. Yeah. You're fine. You're safe. Unless We need to find the male equivalent of this. We do. Unless he's like a sadist person who wants to kill you too. But yeah, but I he see had where you're a, going with He this. had an orgasm. He's going to go to sleep. <laughs> Maybe he's one of those guys that wants like three orgasms. Just keep. You just <laughs> shove those mushrooms up his nostrils. <laughs> Apparently they did a study and it literally caused nearly half of the volunteers for the study to climax. What is the name of this mushroom? Oh, here it says, unfortunately, it smells like weak old horse shit to men. Wow. (laughs) So if you're out at the bar and then you're talking to this girl and she smells like weak old horse shit, you know she's not the one for you. She already came. She's all set. Yeah. She's good. Move on. Just looks like your average run-of-the-mill mushroom. Valentine's Day, ladies. (laughs) You're all alone. You and your girlfriends have a mushroom party. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm here for it. I would buy it. I don't see an exact name, but it says belonging to Dictophora genus of stinkhorn mushrooms, which has <laughs> oh since God. been renamed as Phallus. The mushroom is said to only grow on top of the 600 to 1,000 year old lava flows of Hawaii. And the scientists John C. Holliday and Noah Sewell describe it as particularly difficult to find. Can you imagine you're the first person to find that? You're like yeah. on this amazing hike 
in Hawaii. And, and you're you, like, you trip. A mushroom. Look at this mushroom. Yes. And you're like high up in the air if it's on lava, right? I mean, it's somewhere right. on a vo- near a volcano. Oh my god! I mean, if you does think this about story it, get any better? It just keeps getting better and better. <laughs> if you think about it, you can eat mushrooms and trip your fucking ass but off. But that's on shit. That shrooms are found on yeah poop. I mean, so the possibilities with mushrooms are endless. So I'm gonna go ahead and hope this one is real. Yes, you have I wonder a what beautiful if view. You eat them. Wonderful weather. I mean. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. What if you eat one, though? You just keep orgasming, oh like, God. for, like, a couple hours? Hours. Hours of pure climaxing bliss. <laughs> Honey, we're going to Hawaii for our next vacation. Right? I was thinking Tulum, but you know what? <laughs> no, fuck that shit. Fuck that. We're going to Hawaii. Unless you just want your regular old mushrooms. <laughs> You're going to go to Hawaii. Get I gotta those. admit, I do love some magic mushrooms. I've never had them. They're fun. I've always been scared because everybody that I personally know, obviously with the exception of yourself. No, I shouldn't say that. I, should, I know a lot of people who've had great trips, but I know more people who've had horrible Really? Shroom on shrooms? Trips. I yes. would think that would be more acid and not shrooms. We were watching American Reunion last night, the third one from American Pie. Oh, I've never watched that one. Oh, it's so funny. Uh, they did an excellent job with that one, but there's the part where Jim's dad, who's Eugene Levy, he starts hanging out with Stifler's mom, and he's like super drunk because Stifler got him drunk, but then Stifler's mom pulls out a, a joint and so they get high, and I was laughing my ass off because Jim's dad gets super paranoid, and he, like, jumps out of the second-story window, and I'm like, that's totally me on marijuana. Like, how paranoid do I get? <laughs> it's so funny. I am I am Mr. Levenstein. Oh, goodness. Anywho, one of our listeners, Benji, sent in a message to us. He said, hey, Melinda and Gina, I was listening to an episode after hearing you two talk about the anti-rape device. Wanted to add a quick piece to the story. I remember hearing about these when I was in high school and a news story at the time nicknamed them penis fly traps. Oh. I enjoy listening every week. Happy holidays and a happy new year. That is such a clever nickname, penis fly traps. (laughs) Because what was, I forgot what the name of it was. It was Rapex, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And okay, that's. Yeah, I mean, you're going to get cheeky. You want it to be even funnier. I like that. Penis flytrap. That is so punny. I love it. So thanks for sending that in, Benji. And I love your name, by the way. Benji's always been one of my favorite male names. Is that because of Benji um, Madden? Madden. I knew it. I knew it. Good Charlotte. Oh, I was a good Charlotte head. (laughs) I loved them. But I liked Benji. He was the more badass of the twins. Mm-hmm. Joel, mm, you're a punk band lead singer, but you don't really have as many tattoos and piercings. No. I thought Benji was cuter for sure. Because he was all punked out. Yeah. And now he's married, or I don't know if he's married, but he's with Cameron Diaz. I think they are married. And they had a baby. Mm-hmm. That is an interesting dynamic Mm -hmm. right because she seems so like vegan exercise every day you know is she vegan i think she is oh wow i didn't know that i had her exercise and like health book i got bored reading it because i'm like yeah i'm I'm gonna live a lifestyle and isn't she older than not that that matters she's gotta be yeah because i think he's my age honestly yeah, she has to be. Not that that matters, but no, you know. get yours, girl. Mm-hmm. They, he just seems like, dude. He'd probably like drink and smoke, smoke and, and fuck, do, do shrooms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we're totally wrong. Maybe he's like really boring. But like her with Justin Timberlake, okay, that made sense because to me, JT seemed more like straight edge yeah maybe he'd get drunk but you know he's not covered in (laughs) tattoos and piercings right this is just all in my head you never know right jt could have been really fucking wild in bed and benji could be really boring like you just never know you just never this is this is true but i picture jt to be just like lame (laughs) i don't know why 
I don't know. He's never really done it for me anyway. So. I think he's cute, but he's not like, oh, God, for me. You know. I did see him in concert in Vegas, and he sang all – it was Justin Timberlake and Friends in concert. So there was like Elton John, Christina Aguilera, Salt and Peppa, Selena Gomez. I mean, there were so many. That's a good lineup. It was fan-fucking-tastic, but he did all of his songs acoustic. He's amazing. He really is. He's very talented. I mean – you were not bored at all with this ac- acoustic. It was it was fantastic. But I will tell you, Elton John was the closer, and I was so hungover, I could not wait for his eight-minute-long songs to be over because I just wanted to oh. leave. But it was like, Elton John, man, like, he's a legend. But when you're hungover, that's not who you want to be listening to. Mm-hmm. You should have just gotten drunk again. When you've been oh, there. I did. But you couldn't, when we were there, you couldn't drink inside this venue we were at boo that's always dumb oh yeah but christina aguilera dude she i had goosebumps the entire time she was singing speaking of dumb i'm participating in dry january that is pretty lame dumb where's my champagne (laughs) i need it why what are you why are you torturing yourself I don't know, because my liver is sometimes begging me, especially after the holidays. <laughs> sending you letters. <laughs> Dear Gina, please stop. Please give us water and vegetables. <laughs> no more alcohol. Okay, well, I have a very interesting story to share, which our listener Mike sent in to us. Mike, we can always count on you for a good story. I sometimes get scared, though. When you say it's a Mike story, I'm like, oh, boy. I love this one. Where's this one going to go? Okay, so he said, (laughs) here's a rabbit hole I went down. There's a porn star named Haley Dallas. Somehow I came across a Twitter account called Haley's Pet. This guy has a lock around his dick, and supposedly only (gasps) Haley can unlock it. Oh, there's God. pics of him with her where she makes sure to tell you he's locked. And he says he even went through airport security with this lock on. So this is a thing, apparently, guys locking up their dicks for girls. So, of course, I had to check this all out. So uh-huh. first I went to Haley's page. She's she's cute. She's like a cute blonde, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. Then I had to check out the Twitter, you know, because so I'm like, gotta fucking check this out. Right. So there is... A Twitter named Haley's Pet, and God, I wish that we could post these because it shows. <laughs> you should see your face right now. I w- w- wasn't expecting to see that when I looked up. It's like a little video from Twitter of we her. We really need to do a YouTube channel. I swear, like we keep talking about it. It's like a little video clip on Twitter of her, of Haley unlocking this guy's dick. But there's more. Like, I think she has more than one pet, perhaps. Is it? Oh, I thought that was super glue. It's a key. Yeah, it's a key. So he's like locking it up. Wait, is that his balls? Yes. That looks very (laughs) tiny. I'm not, I am not passing judgment here, but that looks... That's not even like the size of the palm of my hand. Like, yeah, this man looks very small. Like the the guy in the first video didn't look small. This man looks like he's got a micro. He <laughs> 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 looks like a woman. It's like, it looks like a woman with a giant pair of balls and like no dick. It looks weird. You're like, I'm sorry. I just, I don't know what I was expecting when I looked and that was just not it. He's got quite the little belly on him too. <laughs> it it looks like he's wearing nylons and his belly's like, it, it doesn't, it looks unnatural. Everything about what you just showed me doesn't, it looks <laughs> fake. It doesn't look right. You go, are those balls? <laughs> well, okay, but you're also like... <laughs> Oh no! That looks like that poor guy. That looks like somebody that looks painful. That does not look comfortable. His his dick is in there too. Yes. How is that? How how? So it's just smushed up in there. 
<laughs> well, you can see how smushed it is. Look at the dick. So, but but you have to see like so you're not like super close to me when I looked at that. I just thought it was like his balls were in there, but then I have to realize like his dick is in there too. <gasps> oh, honey, why are you doing this to yourself? <laughs> like she's cute, but is it really worth it? I mean, this dick is smashed, smashed in, in there. I mean, and it it's looks probably like, a- like two inches long now because of how smashed it is in there that cannot that can't be healthy for you either Mm-mm. <laughs> i just keep <laughs> i just keep showing mel more pictures oh this must be that guy the tiny guy this oh for sure this is him because all you <laughs> all right, I, have, I need to see this closer <laughs> i wish I wish you guys could see Dude, Mel's face right now. This is right the now. tiniest padlock I've ever seen in my life, and it's bigger than his penis. <laughs> I mean, I, I. Oh, it says Haley's favorite pet. He even has a little dog tag on it. <laughs> I'm. That's why I said I think there's more than one pet. That is petite. I I feel bad for that guy. Yeah, like I said, I think that she has more than one pet because the other guy had like a totally average sized dick. I don't know what's going on with that other guy. That looks like a micro. Oh, here's one last. Photo I just of can't it. believe like a. F- <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe like there's men who are willing participants in this. Like this looks painful. This is like us getting a mammogram. Is what it totally reminds me of like you're just squishing eight pounds of something into a one pound box like it just doesn't look like that how much pain i mean does he like can you see their pictures of their faces are they like in pain or do they look Uh, happy they don't show any pictures of their faces thank god for them because can you imagine if like you're like perusing the web and you see your son with his little dick in a lock yeah no so then i had to you know look up this i'm like what is the deal with this is this like a common thing so i found an article on none other than vice why these guys put their dicks in cages (laughs) three men talk about peeing sitting down the thrill of submission and other nuances of chastity cages so apparently that's what it's called so it's a chast so you don't even get to get fucked after you've had your dick in this Lock no, box. you do, but only Haley or like whoever is your dom can unlock it. Mm-hmm. So this, this sounds thing like to... this is some crazy bitch who has some severe trust issues. <laughs> Male chastity is that thing where you lock your penis in a specially designed cage that prevents you from getting full erections or using your penis for sex while How do you locked even up. Pee. Uh, you can pee through the cage for sure while locked but up. But you're like your ureter. <laughs> And your urethra is all just smushed Smush. up. You can't masturbate or orgasm, and the cage can only be removed by your designated key holder. While the thought of this makes most men cringe, it makes others whimper with excitement. See, I'm in the cringe one. I feel bad for anybody shoving all of their man meat into <laughs> a fucking cage. Being caged can be extremely exciting and fulfilling. Some people say orgasm denial increases your sex drive and improves your focus. It also obviously heightens the stakes of a dom-sub relationship with a master or mistress able to punish their sub by denying them not just sex, but the ability to orgasm. Hmm. Obviously, this is not a casual kink. (laughs) Yeah. Not only does it change the life of the caged, it places a lot of responsibility in the hands of the key holder. While slight discomfort is common for those who put their penises in cages, duh, in more serious cases, a faulty or poorly set up cage can cause serious injury. This is what I'm saying. It cannot be healthy for all of your man meat to be shoved into this tiny little, I mean, it's like the size of like, I don't know, a tennis ball. Some of them. Some of them are bigger. I think you need to have ones that fit your member. Like if you have a larger okay, member. that's a good need... point. But the one you were showing me, the meat was like sticking out of well, all that... the little holes. Oh, well, that looked like an average size man and, and maybe his was a little small. But the guy with like the micro the, penis. The, the 12-year-old diary padlock. Yeah, his was doing just fine. There was looked like there was plenty of room in his. <laughs> He's like, someone else can join me. If an injury happens, a key holder needs to be able to remove the device right away. Uh, Yeah. So then I'm diving more into this. I'm like, I need to know more. (laughs) There's a thing called Locktober, a month of locking up your cock. (laughs) 
And it happens in October. I mean, I can't even sleep if I don't have my normal pillow. I couldn't imagine having a part of my body locked up and trying to just live my normal functioning life. I give y'all credit, man. You do some kinky shit. This one I don't understand because it looks uncomfortable. Hey, if you've tried this, I would love to know that because if if I can get past the point where it's uncomfortable and it's just kind of sexy to know like only one person has, you know, full control over you. Yeah, I get that. That's sexy, but it looks painful. Yeah, and you have to keep this thing on 24-7. What about like, dude, every man gets an orgasm while – or not an orgasm, I'm sorry. An erection while they sleep. So then what happens? That's what I'm – You can't even control that. You're sleeping. And you're technically, I think you get multiple overnight. Right. Like that would hurt so bad. I want to know more about this. Like if it's really not uncomfortable and your body like gets used to it, I think I could, I guess I could kind of see where it can kind of be sexy. Like like you can't even masturbate. Like I'm in control of that. This is all me. Yeah. Like especially like, hey ladies, if you're dating a professional athlete, this might be, tell them you're into this kinky shit because then you know you're going (laughs) to be doing shit out on the road behind your back, right? But like if, to me, this just looks painful. It looks very painful and uncomfortable. Like I wouldn't want my husband to wear one. I'd be like, are you okay? Ooh, that doesn't look good, you know? He like sit down and it's like clink. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because it's like metal. Yeah. Jim's got his old chastity cage on again. Can you imagine going through like the airport security? <laughs> Sorry, it's just my chastity cage. It's just my dick cage. Oh nope, can't take it off. I, I don't have the key. <laughs> I can only imagine the things that TSA has truly oh, seen. for sure. Because they're like, what if they're like, we need to remove that? And you're like, well, I fucking can't. My key holder is not here. <laughs> You're like, I need a private search. Oh, shit. Fuck that, man. So thanks, Mike. Uh, Yeah, you sent me down a rabbit hole with this one, too. It's very interesting. I will now periodically check out uh, Haley's Pets Twitter just to see what's going on. wonder if they participate in Locktober. <laughs> I'm sure. They probably started it. I like the one, the video where she like took it off because the dick was like, bloop. Free the penis. Yeah. It was like, it was like freedom. <gasps> oh. Exactly. You could hear that penis breathing a sigh of relief. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I have a hilarious story from uh, one of our listeners, Daniel. He said, hello, Melinda. Happy New Year. Love that you're a metalhead. Hell fucking Yeah. I love me some rock. And have not missed an episode, and since the show is on a shit roll, I thought I would tell you what happened on Christmas night. Now, I just read this yesterday, yes. and I was dying laughing. I'm, I love this. <laughs> I will tell you, right after it happened, I thought of your show. My uncle, who was always a little off, went to the bathroom. When he came back to the table, you could smell shit. Oh, no. Long story short, my uncle decided to smell his crap on the toilet paper and did not feel that the tip of his nose was in the shit. So there he was sitting at the table with shit on his nose. (laughs) I did not eat after that, but laughed hard. LOL, thanks for the great shows. You two are beautiful and funny. Let's hope 2021 is better. My best, Daniel. What the? He's just smelling his shit. He's like, can I smell the turkey? (laughs) stuffing like what you've never done that you've never given a little whiff for what reason i don't know gina do a sniff check nope <laughs> i'm all set i mean i actually haven't either i was oh, just trying oh, to help sure them now because i'm <laughs> saying that I, I haven't done it now you're saying you haven't done it i haven't but i was just trying to make him feel better his poor uncle i don't know why you would want to smell it It smells like shit, right? Yes. And you can already smell it. You can smell it as soon as it leaves your body. You can smell it. Why do you need to get up close You can smell it in the air when you're taking a dookie. Right. So I had had COVID. I have no taste or sense of smell right now. And I'm telling you, quality of life is minimal. Yeah. I had the COVID a couple months ago. And same thing. I, I felt pretty tired, a little sick, uh, but nothing too serious, thankfully for me. But yeah, I lost my taste and smell for a good month. It's hard right now too, because like with my son poops as diaper, I have no clue. So it's yeah. like literally hourly Normally that you I'm can smell that. 
taking his clothes off to check his diaper. I hate it. I I mean, I don't want to lose any of my senses, but like especially your sense of taste. Yeah. It's like I had I honestly I was just exhausted. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a fever. Um I had a little cough and then some like chest discomfort but honestly like i didn't go to the doctor or anything but i had i took a test because my husband ended up testing positive first blah 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 doesn't matter but like you're quarantined you can't go anywhere Mm -hmm. what do you normally do you eat all the snacks well i don't feel like eating anything because nothing tastes good and like my favorite foods right now actually taste gross so it's been i was actually the opposite i kept trying different foods to be like can i smell that or taste this you know but Mm -hmm. i couldn't and the worst thing i did during my covid experience i was so bored because you you have to stay home you have to self-quarantine and so that led me to do some online shopping Uh uh-huh yes i was like what can i buy during this time So I bought this whole like set of like an exfoliating bar, body wash, a lotion, like a dry oil mist. And, you know, it said the scent was orange blossom. I was like, oh, perfect. I'll love that. Mm -hmm. So I got this set and I was using it, you know, woohoo, so excited. When (laughs) I finally got my smell back, I was like, what the fuck? It literally smells like something my grandma would use. Oh. I was like, so I've just been walking around smelling like this. No clue. <laughs> None whatsoever. Yeah, it I sucks. will never use that body washer. And I spent like $50 on all this shit. Huh. I wouldn't think orange blossom would smell bad either. I don't think it smells anything like orange blossom. And when you get your scent back, I will have you smell it. You know what? You want to borrow it while you can't smell anything? Not <laughs> good. I'll stick to my my huge. But it's funny, I was trying Ugh. to smell like Vicks Vapor Rub. Because at the beginning of when I was sick, I slathered my neck, my chest, my feet, all that stuff with Vicks. And like, oh, it's just like, you breathe so great. I can't even smell it. If you can't smell Vicks, that's weird. Yeah. It's weird how a virus can affect your olfactory bulbs and your taste buds. And anyways, so yeah. sticking with COVID. So one of our listeners, Laura, sent in, she said, for a future mixed bag of nuts, don't know if this is legit or not. I find it super random, but it looks like it's supposed to come from CNN, and it says, doctors encourage COVID-19 vaccine injections in penis. Oh, no. The dicks are taking a hit this episode. It says, doctors are discovering that for male patients, the penis offers the fastest release of the vaccine throughout the body, and... I think this is a hoax, honestly. If they were saying to do it like a suppository, that would make sense because your butthole uh, absorbs things faster. Right into the bloodstream. I don't understand the penis thing. But so we'll just hope for all men, this is a hoax. I mean, or if it works, sorry, guys. Yeah. Oh, well, we have somebody had said like, oh, my God, the COVID-19 is a super invasive test. And I saw somebody wrote, like, try getting a pap smear. And it's like, yeah, yeah. we do that yearly. Mm-hmm. Always. Like, yeah, like dicks are supposed to go inside of there. Maybe vegetables if you're into that. But um, we Egg have plants. like metal specters or whatever the yeah, fuck. Yeah. And then that thing they scrape your cervix mm-hmm. with hurts. Yeah. I So I've had pap smears and I've had a COVID test. Um, a COVID test is nothing. And I hate anything with the nose. Like, it freaks me out. Mm-hmm. So. Wow. An injection right into their dick for it. I, you know what? I'm sorry, fellas, listening today. We're probably making you guys cringe a lot. Yeah. Thinking about shoving your dicks in a little metal cage, injections in your dick. Ooh. Makes me cringe and I don't even have a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Put a suppository. That just made me think, was it just me? But when you were little, did you get more antibiotics that were suppositories than people nowadays? Like that used to be a thing. And it's not a thing anymore, thank God, because I don't ever want to have to shove an antibiotic suppository up my kid's butthole. But yeah, I remember having to have a couple of them when I was little. I think your dad just wanted to torture you. (laughs) Well, my mom would give them to us. They're like, uh... What are my options for this antibiotic from my daughter? And they're like, oral or anal? And your dad was like, yep, we're going to shove stuff up her ass because she's such a little shit. (laughs) Well, my mom is a nurse, so my mom would do it. But still, maybe they were both in on it together. Yeah, you were an asshole. They were all in on it. Did you ever shove any drugs up your butt? Really? Are you asking me this? (laughs) No. 
you know, and I know plug-in was a thing for a while where you like soak your tampon. Tampon and alcohol. No, yeah. never, never got into butt play of any sort. One time, one time only did I do it. It was with ecstasy and I for sure put it in like a one ply of toilet paper and shoved it up my butt. What was the point of wrapping it in toilet paper? It's called parachuting. So you like crush the ecstasy up or you can leave it in pill form, I think, whatever. I think like if it's pill form then and you leave it that way, it's just going to take longer. Yeah. Well, mine was crushed up. Okay. You know, looking back now, that was very dangerous and I highly do not recommend anyone doing this because I don't remember much of that night. (laughs) (laughs) I do not recommend doing this at all. That's surprising. Yeah. To be (laughs) young and dumb, I guess. That was the first and last time I it's, shoved. If any I was out with my friends and they're like, "Hey, let's some, shove some stuff up our butt," I'd be like, "I'm getting new friends." Not me. I was like, "Let's fucking do it." <laughs> Bend over, plug it in there. So, would you guys help each other do it? No, I did it on my own. Okay, shoved it right up my booty. Nice hole, yeah. booty hole. And were you out at a club when you did this? No, nope, I was at a house party. Oh, did you wash your hands after? I don't remember. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody the next day had pink eye. Oh my god, like so stupid. I would never do that nowadays. But when I was, you know, in my early twenties, I was like, sure, sounds like a great idea. Putting drugs up my booty hole. Someone hurt you bad. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Gina. <laughs> This is not just me. A lot of people do this, put drugs up their buttholes. Sure. (laughs) It's a thing. It's because your parents had you like on that trend. You're like, this is normal. This is where drugs go. This is like a suppository. No big deal. You don't take Tylenol by your mouth. You shove it up your butthole. (laughs) Your parents taught you this. I would blame them. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. How to booty bump better? Sand, you know, like booty bump. Oh, it's called boofing. Oh I my think. God. <laughs> boofing <laughs> is to refer to the act of putting alcohol or psychoactive drugs like cocaine or ecstasy in your rectum, otherwise known as butt chugging or plugging or alcohol enemas. <laughs> Have you seen the movie Cockblockers? Mm-mm. With Leslie Mann, John Cena. No. So there's a part where, so basically the whole premise of the movie is they've been friends because their children are friends and then they're growing up and then the kids mm-hmm. are like in high school and it's their senior year and the the teenage, all three girls have this pact that they're going to lose their virginity on prom night. So then the three parents are trying to make it so that they can't, they can't they, do it. Right. Okay. It's actually a really funny movie i like loved it we what's went it called cock blockers i'll have to watch it but so there's a part where they go to this house party and john cena does a beer bong in his asshole it's really funny <laughs> oh it's so that's what that reminds me Butt of chugging boofing again disclaimer we do not recommend this shit okay. gina doesn't i have n- i've never done this <laughs> i have no scientific proof on whether you should or shouldn't but my experience with it tells me no, you should not do it. Let's <laughs> let's not. Just swallow the ecstasy. If you're gonna take it, don't shove it up your booty hole. So before one time, one of our episodes, you talked about what your rapper name would be. And I was Lil Pousset. And I was Lil Ness. Here's another one. Your rap name Lil is Nay. Your Lil Nay, which I like that one. I do too. Your rap name is Lil plus what you're allergic to. Little nuts. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I wanted to share this with you because I'm little bees. I love that. <laughs> You're little nuts. Little bees and little nuts. <sighs> I love the things you can find on the internet. Me too. So, uh, Chico, we need another uh, picture now where yeah. <laughs> little bees had, and little nuts. We had little weird owl, <laughs> little pussy. Lil Nay or Lil, oh, aka yeah. Lil Ness. Lil Bees and Lil Nuts. What if you're not allergic to anything though? Lil, Lil Nun. <laughs> I feel like Lil everybody's nothing. allergic to something, right? Or maybe even something that you don't like, right? If, if you're not allergic to it, maybe just something you don't like. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're bending the rules to how we want them to be. That's what we are. We are habitual rule benders, okay? You're a you're a you're a 
Ugh, you <laughs> <laughs> you're an habitual line stepper or what movie is that's it? Chappelle show uh, yeah Chappelle show I think that was the Rick James one or is he line crosser or line stepper line Man, stepper fuck we referenced Chappelle show so much but that was like such a huge part of my early 20s have you ever seen impractical jokers all the time and literally because I was home during quarantine it was on all fucking day yes. I've seen every episode Hundreds of times. It was so fun going back and rewatching it because it was just like. I f- just recently started watching it, but a same. It was on like all the time. I so I watched so many episodes. Me and Maddie went and saw them live. How they keep straight faces majority of the time, I have no, no. fucking Who's idea. Who's your favorite? Joe. Me too. <laughs> I love him. But I always wonder, is he always like that though? Is he always on? Right. You I know, because know. that would irritate me too. Like somebody who can't just like chill out. Yeah. I, I he, love to me, them. he seems like he could be chill too. My sister named her dog Sal after Sal because they that's their that. my sister's family's favorite but oh my god so I actually first learned about them when I was in hygiene school so this is fucking forever they've been on for so long and the first episode ever was when they were at White Castle I saw that oh one. my god yeah my favorite though <laughs> the one where you just had to hold the money and just stand there uh-huh. like frozen oh my, my favorite punishment though I've when we watched it live, we probably because we have DVR, we must have rewound it thirty times. Me and Maddie is when Joe has to be the genie in the play. Oh no! I see. I haven't seen it. Oh, that is my favorite. I love. That's like my humor. It doesn't get any more stupid than that. I'll have to watch it. Oh my god, I love it. Because I I I found them and I'm in love. It's probably funnier if you'd watch it with me though. Because even though I've seen it so many times, I still geek out over it. But I love them. I love the fact that they're like four buddies who've known each other for so long and they're just doing what they love. And we looked at they're each worth like $7 million. And it's like, can you imagine being able to do what you love with your buddies? Just doing being a bunch funny. of shit, being funny, yeah. And I, me and Maddie always talk about this too. We always wish they would show the reactions when people find out that they're on, on camera. Yeah, that they're on camera. Because you get – like obviously there's people who keep their faces blurred out and you're like, oh, they were so mad, mm-hmm. you know, such, such dicks. And like it'd be funny to even know like were they still an asshole when they realized it was a joke? Yeah. You know who gets it the worst though is Q. Mm-hmm. He has the worst punishments where I'm like, like, I'm like getting hot for him watching it. And I'm like, there's not a chance in hell I'd be able to do this shit. It's a really funny show. So if you haven't seen it and you're bored, you're stuck at home, check it out. Yeah, I, I could talk laughs. about it. I'm going to have a whole episode just talking about how much I love it. <laughs> you're like, okay, moving on. <laughs> Time to commercial break. <laughs> I do have a little tidbit that a listener sent us in. Andrea, do you remember what we were talking about? Uh, quicksand porn. Uh-huh. And speaking of comedians as well. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, it was like lame. <laughs> the worst of all porn. Hey, ladies. Just listening to the recent episode and the quicksand porn topic, the comedian Bert Kreischer, I don't know if I'm saying that right, is into it and talks about it. He said for him, he was a teenager watching Gilligan's Island and there was a quicksand scene with Marianne and it has stuck with him as a fantasy ever since. I thought it was odd too, but that kind of helps explain it. Yeah. Like, where would this fetish begin? Mm. Marianne, she was the cute girl next door. So I've never heard of this comedian though, Bert Kreischer. Is it (laughs) K-R-E-I-S-E-R? K-R-E-I-S-C-H-E-R? Hmm. I'd be interested no. to like check out some of his stuff. Yeah, we'll have to uh, check out the quicksand porn love for him. Uh, one of our listeners, Sarah, wrote. Oh, it. he looks funny. Yes, he does. <laughs> I definitely want to check this comedian out. So thank you because not only did you send us in a little explanation, but now you've given us a new comedian to check into. So thanks, Andrea. Yeah, I always love a good, like I listen to Comedy Central Radio all the time while I'm driving. I just, I love laughing and I found like we've, I've listened to the anal sex one we brought up previously one of the guy was talking about how he's like trying to get it in and then she's like you can't move you gotta relax i love stuff like that that's so funny one of our listeners sarah sent this in she says fyi ladies lot lizards can be males too 
I used to work with someone that used to be a male lot lizard. He would try and tell me stories, but I would totally walk away and ignore him. Just thought I would let you know and join the new episode. Thanks, Sarah. And I said, yeah, I I had a feeling men would be lot lizards too, but I'm like, uh, can you ask him some stories? Because yeah. I would love to hear them. I would love to hear them too. Do you still know this person? Because I bet you they have some great fucking stories. Bet so. I'm all, I'm here for it. <laughs> you know what? My neighbor, he's a truck driver. I bet you he's got some good stories too, but I am frightened to ask him. Don't want to get that close with him, so... <laughs> He starts telling you the inner workings of his mind and things he's seen. Well, he's already told me that his dog would hump the shit out of right. me. So. He's already brought us over mystery meat in a paper towel. So <laughs> I'm good. Maybe that was a lot lizard he served you up the other day. Who maybe, knows? Or maybe a lot lizard gave that to him. Yeah. Lot lizard meat. Ew. <laughs> I hope not. We're not encouraging you guys to kill sex workers. No, not at all. No. Well, again, this is a a previous episode where we talked about times we've gotten caught. Mm -hmm. There's a story about one time we got caught. He got caught, not me. I wasn't involved in this. Were you with him? (laughs) I was not involved in this. One time, yes, I was masturbating at a friend's house. Judge me. But anyways, I was in the <laughs> like guest. Like grandma's boy. <laughs> He's masturbating. That's what I thought of yes. when I read this story. <laughs> masturbating the Laura Croft doll. It was in the guest bedroom and I was beating it. I stopped for a second <laughs> to browse a little bit on my phone for another good video. Obviously with an erection. This is about 2 a.m. because we were just going to bed. 2 a.m. you're just going to bed. Sheesh. I'm an old lady. I go to bed at like 10. You are. <laughs> His mom woke up and was going to the bathroom, and the bathroom was right outside of the guest room. I guess she assumed we were still awake and walked into the guest room to make sure I had blankets and sheets on the bed for when I went to sleep, and she caught me with a super hard on (laughs) and just turned around and walked out. The next morning was really, really, really (laughs) fucking awkward, and I couldn't tell my buddy about this, but I said I was really sorry, and she didn't seem to care, and just kind of said it's normal for people, and especially teenagers, I was 16 at the time, to masturbate. This ended the awkwardness with that remark, and we just chuckled about it, and no, there was no real-life porn scenario where she blew me later. We just put it behind (laughs) us. That's what we were hoping for. Right. He's like, no. It's totally normal. Let me lay you back. I got this. Let me show you a little technique, though, later on. That's how it starts. Yeah, they said no. They just put it behind them. And the next thing you know, your fucking dick is locked up. (laughs) And and your friend's mom is holding the key. She's your key holder. (laughs) That'll be the last time he masturbates in my house. (laughs) Now I'm in control. Man, I hope that I can put some of these pictures up of our IG with the dick. Ugh. I'm going to try. You just have to bury them. Yeah, because I'm sure Instagram is going to flag it and take it down because it's a penis in a cage. But you know what? The one guy with the very, very small penis, we might be able to get away with it. Yeah, because you can't tell what the hell that is. No, I, I'll just try to find a way to like block his balls out or something. <laughs> have Fred do it. <laughs> Poor Fred. <laughs> because these pictures, oh God, they're they are fucking really interesting. I just I can't. So I'll try to post <sighs> yeah. them. We'll yes. see what I can get away with. We'll figure out what happens. All right. The next listener story that I have is from Samantha. Hot tub story. Hi. First, I just want to say thank you because this podcast is keeping me sane while I'm stuck in quarantine. I just discovered it over the weekend, but I'm on a major binge. I'm locked up in my room while I wait for my COVID test results, and me laughing at this podcast is helping my roommates know that I'm alive in here. (laughs) So thanks for bringing some happiness into this miserable time. Anyway, here's my hot tub story. A friend and I were at this indoor water park that had a massive indoor-outdoor hot tub. It was one conjoined pool with a spot along the wall. You could swim under to go outside slash come back inside. At one point, my friend and I were headed back inside and the string on my bikini somehow got caught on the wall as I was trying to swim under it. I tried wiggling free, but it wouldn't budge and I was panicking because I couldn't get my head above the water. Finally, I managed to reach back and free myself. I was so frantic to get to the surface that I launched myself forward, (laughs) face first into some poor, unsuspecting guy's junk. (laughs) Oh, no. And this was in Europe. 
Europe. So the dude was just wearing his Speedo. <laughs> I could feel all of his bits and pieces right up on me. <laughs> I surfaced as fast as possible and tried to apologize, but he didn't speak any English. Luckily, mortification is a universal language, language, and he just kind of swam away. Somehow, my friend didn't see any of it go down, and I've never told her about it. She did see the finale later that day, though, when I realized that my bikini top had been seriously loosened when I'd pulled it free from the wall and unintentionally flashed an entire wave pool. I will never wear a bikini to a water park again. <laughs> one piece. Ugh. We're the one piece to yes. the water park. Anytime for sure. there's slides. At all, if you're in a bikini, you are risking mm-hmm. flashing the water park. At I've had it happen top personally. Top or bottom. Mm-hmm. Also, no longer on the topic of hot tubs, and sorry this is so long, being devoid of human contact is getting to me. <laughs> I just wanted to say thanks specifically to Melinda because you're the reason my mom tried to ban me from watching MTV. <laughs> And it turned me into a tiny rebel. I was 11, about to start middle school, and had decided that I needed a glow up to impress all of my new classmates. That was the summer the real world Austin was airing, and I was obsessed. I decided that my glow up was just going to consist of me trying to copy you. <laughs> no, I'm 21, Aww. okay? Because 11 year old me thought you were like the coolest, but my mom was less than impressed <laughs> when I asked for a pair. Of black platform high, <laughs> black platform heel knee high boots. Oh yes, <laughs> I just am picturing like a. I know the outfit she's talking about. Not appropriate for an eleven-year-old. She had no idea who you were or why I was trying to copy you. So I forced her to watch the first episode of the show with me. Now, meanwhile, in this first episode, I'm like getting naked in the hot tub, making out with my female roommates. Yeah, not good. Role model. Yeah, I was running around the house naked. Like her mom's like, what the? Yeah, I come out of my room in like my little boy shorts and a corset with knee high boots and a whip. Honey. (laughs) Thank you. But, uh, not a not 11 year old we didn't even make it to the part with the boots before she turned it off and told me she was going to block mtv on the television (laughs) (laughs) i was devastated but she could never figure out how to do it and she just told me to stop watching the show obviously i watched it anyway and managed to pull together a first day of school look that i felt somehow matched your aesthetic i felt so sneaky because my mom had no idea that my probably very generic mid-2000s look was stolen from the forbidden MTV. (laughs) Now, as an adult, I 100% get where she was coming from, but all's well that ends well, I guess. I turned out fine, and my only major regret is that I never bought those boots. Okay, I'm sorry I probably sound super crazy now, but I really mostly just wanted to say thanks for the awesome show. I'm going to go continue my binge, Samantha. I love that. Oh my god. Does she have a picture of her first day of school outfit yeah that she, that's what i want to see me too oh man i like i just told i even had like a cowboy hat on i was trying to look like i was trying to be funny with this outfit i'm like okay guys i'm ready to go out to the club like i was basically wearing like underwear but the fact that she was gonna rock that for my first that's <laughs> awesome i love that you totally made my day thank you for that and her mom was like, what the hell? She didn't even make it to that part, understandably so. I don't think I'd let my 11-year-old watch uh, me Well, on. you know what? That's what our 20s are for, is to be young and wild and free. Hell yeah. And I had like, I was living on a TV show, right? You know what I mean? Right. Like, it was like, I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. Yeah, you're <sighs> supposed to live it up. Man, that first week in that house, I was wild. They didn't even show like a quarter of the stuff that I was doing when I was going out. So thank you, MTV. Because <laughs> your mom really wouldn't have let you watch it anymore. I mean, you didn't go on the show to be a, a boring prude, right? No. And I went on the show mm-hmm. with a boyfriend and that was a horrible relationship. And then I, when I broke up with him, whew, I went wild. It was on. But they wanted me to be America's sweetheart and... Uh, just show a relationship, you know, because I ended up on a relationship on the show. So they didn't really show the other narrative of me going wild. So it's too bad. We need that unseen footage. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> it was seeing a lot of my body parts. I love that. I was, yeah, I was going wild. I had so much fun though. And then things just changed for us within the first couple of weeks in the house. Things got serious. But that's fine. I mean, you totally, that email made my day. So thank you. It's scary to think of 21-year-old Melinda as a role model to anybody. <laughs> and I'm not even as bad as Gina. <laughs> I am so glad there wasn't a camera crew. 21-year-old Gina's life. Oh, my God. Following around 21-year-old Gina. Shoving ecstasy up her butthole. Oh, man. We, it it would have been some serious trouble. Uh-huh. <laughs> MTV would have blocked you from all the 11-year-olds. probably would have. <laughs> all right. Well, next week, we are back on our true crime stuff. I will actually be covering a story a listener requested me to cover, and it's very dark, so prepare yourselves. Yeah, and then uh, the week after that, we're going to do sleepwalking stories. So if you have any sleepwalking stories about yourself or anybody you know, Lord knows I've shared plenty of my sleepwalking stories because I get crazy on the Z-Quil. Mama turns it up. <laughs> Give me some of that purple drink. <laughs> purple drink. <laughs> Sleep drink. You can send your stories into Blonde Moments Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can slide in our DMs. We, we uh, try to respond to everybody in a timely fashion. So thank you. We love you. Thank you to all of our new Instagram followers, all of the reviews, subscribing, liking, sharing. We love y'all. We love y'all. All right. Today's blonde joke. A blonde goes to the doctor with burns on both of her ears and her right hand. Sit down and tell me how it happened, says the doctor. I was ironing my clothes when I received a call. Instead of picking up the phone, I picked up the iron and burned my ear. What about the other ear and your hand, the doctor asked. She replied, I tried to call for an ambulance. Oh, no. 